Greetings and welcome back to the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. It is episode number 28 and I'm breaking down the top 10 tools I use to run my design business, what they are and what the heck I use them for, and maybe some ideas for how you could be using them too. Plenty to learn from today's episode, so don't forget to take lots of notes. If you listen and you'll love it, share it to social media and tag me so I can see it. Enjoy the episode. Kiss my aesthetic, branding, marketing, entrepreneurship. You're listening to the Kiss My Aesthetic Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Winterstein of MKW Creative Co., where we build bragworthy brands for social media-minded entrepreneurs, and you are in the right spot for branding, marketing, entrepreneurship advice that you can apply in your own business to better reach your ideal client online. Let's get to today's episode. Rounding out the very top of this list of my top 10 tools for my business is G Suite. G Suite is the obviously the Google email hosting platform, but beyond just email, you've got access to things like Sheets, Google Docs, Google Presentations, Google everything. If you're not on Google for everything, I guess you're on Microsoft, which Godspeed, because I don't speak that language at all. So it really should be no surprise that uh, G Suite is going to be the top of my list here. Having an email with my own domain ending is also possible through G Suite. You can set this up through Squarespace. You can also set this up directly through Google, your Google dashboard, I believe is what it's called. And G Suite is really the best way I find to keep everything organized. Almost everyone knows how to use Google Drive. This is how my clients get their final files is by Google Drive folder, which is all backed up through the Google Drive that I pay for. So G Suite is definitely the number one tool I could not live without. The second tool that I use regularly for my design business, which I also find is an absolute non-negotiable, is Squarespace. You absolutely have to have a website. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be Squarespace, but having a website presence in general is super duper duper important for your brand. Social media is great, but it could also go away tomorrow. So if your only record of your work is on social media, you might be in a world of hurt should the algorithm change or something happen to your Instagram account, for example. You want to make sure that you have a website that presents yourself professionally and is the hub for all of the offerings and services that you have. So for me, non-negotiable website. Definitely need a website. Squarespace is my favorite tool for websites. Definitely a tool I couldn't live without. The third tool that I use in my business on a regular basis is Calendly. Calendly is a calendar meeting scheduler style app. And the way that I use it in my business is for a few different things. So first of all, the book a free 15 minute call with me button that you see on the bottom of my website, that is Calendly. That allows anyone who's interested in what I've got going on to snag some time on my calendar and chat with me about what their project is or their question, etc. Calendly, fabulous tool. You can also set up in Calendly different meeting types. So we have that free 15-minute call. I have a calendar just for my team to book calls with me. I have a calendar for 30-minute meeting, 60-minute meeting, consulting meetings, design live. I use it for everything. 
And what I love most about Calendly is you can actually batch your days. So I talk about this in solo episode number 19, how I batch my days uh, so that I can stay the most productive and make sure that the work is getting done when it's supposed to. And using Calendly for that function is really helpful. So I only take client calls on Tuesdays and Thursdays, not on Wednesdays. Those are my design days. Mondays are usually heavy admin or podcast recording, just like I'm doing right now. And then Fridays are for design, live, and marketing. So creating a calendar that reflects that schedule makes sure that I don't book things on days that I'm not supposed to be working on those tasks. It helps me stay much more organized. It sets the expectation better for my clients. It's also a total power move to say, here, why don't you get on my calendar? Because I've set the hours and the days that I'm available. So if I'm going on vacation or if I have a doctor's appointment or something, that can all sync with my Google calendar. Another reason to love G Suite and make sure that I'm not double booking myself because that's the most annoying thing of trying to coordinate a phone call is when somebody gets double booked. So Calendly has been a huge, huge improvement to my workflow because it keeps me from double booking myself. The fourth tool that I absolutely love and I talked about a little bit in the last solo episode is Basecamp. Basecamp is an online project management tool that is super duper robust but really helpful in keeping yourself organized. So Basecamp, the way that I use it, is to have each of my active projects on their own Basecamp file. So each file has all of the to-do lists, the schedule, the deliverables, etc. for every single client project. And it allows me to see all of my client projects at kind of like a quick glance. Some of the other competitors to Basecamp would be like Asana or Monday or ClickUp or blah, 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 blah. There's so many. I've tried a lot of them. But Basecamp, I keep coming back to because it's the most visual for me. So as a visuals person, being able to see everything kind of like laid out on the table as index cards is really helpful. And then being able to open those projects and see where everything stands with them is really nice as well. I also use Basecamp with my team. So each contractor has their own file. And then I can assign each contractor to each client project as well. So we can have multiple people running on the same project. What I love about Basecamp and the way that I really pitch it to potential new clients is this is a way to keep all this stuff out of email. So if you're used to dealing with things only via email right now, you know that when you send attachments or you send designs for approval, it can really bog down people's emails. Things can get lost. It's hard to track edits. Keeping things in Basecamp makes sure that everything stays organized. It also sets the expectation of the client behavior. So I don't take client requests over Instagram DM, over text, or over email. If they want edits or adjustments to the designs, they need to leave them in Basecamp because it will timestamp everything. It keeps it super organized. It keeps everybody up to date. It's just a wonderful way to stay organized with your business. So Basecamp definitely couldn't live without it. I'm on Basecamp 3. Absolutely love it. Totally worth the investment because it is a little bit of an investment, but definitely changes your work process, especially if you're dealing with multiple clients at once, which I am, of course, and my team is, of course. So in order to keep everybody on track and keep all of the projects flowing the way that they should be, having a base camp uh, for my business has been a huge game changer. Psst. Are you enjoying today's episode so far? If you're finding any of this content from the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast helpful. I would absolutely love it if you would support me on buymeacoffee.com slash mkwcreativeco. 
This is a great way to make sure the podcast stays alive and kicking and that I keep creating content that you guys want to hear and apply in your businesses so we can all enjoy branding, marketing, and entrepreneurship on a regular basis. Thanks so much for being here. Back to the episode. The fifth tool couldn't live without, which is crazy that this is even down to number five, I haven't even covered this one yet, is the Adobe Creative Cloud. So if you're a designer, this is pretty much industry standard. You obviously need to be using Illustrator, Photoshop, InDesign, etc. for your brand design work. Um, but Adobe Creative Cloud didn't even make it as my number one hit list of top tools, uh, which is quite wild because I am in it every single day for sure. The programs that I use most consistently would be Adobe Illustrator. That's really what you want to use, obviously, for logo design. It is vector-based work. It is not raster-based. Photoshop, occasionally for mock-ups. InDesign, occasionally for layouts. But really, Illustrator is my heavy hitter. Definitely couldn't live without it. Um, but if you're not a designer, definitely not necessary. Which leads me to my next tool I couldn't live without on my list of top 10, which is Canva. Canva is kind of a hot topic for a lot of designers because there are some people that will say Canva is no good and it's just the very pedestrian version of Illustrator, which it is, but in my opinion, this is the real difference. Pretend you're a chef, right? Pretend you're a chef and you're trying to prepare this incredible, long, drawn out, super robust meal that's some kind of pot roast, right? And you need to have this industrial strength Viking chef's oven and you need all of your tools and everything like that. Illustrator in the Adobe Creative Cloud is basically like your fully stocked Michelin star chef's kitchen. Canva is an Instapot. So are you trying to Every single time you make graphic design, are you trying to make this most impressive five-course Michelin star meal? No. So is using an Instapot okay? Yes. Like, will you get a pretty similar effect by using the faster, easier, more efficient tool? Yeah, sometimes. But it's not a total replacement for what you've got going on with Adobe Creative Cloud, right? It's not a total replacement for that chef-quality kitchen. So if you can kind of think about it in that way, that also helps me to describe to my clients why they should be using Canva because what I want to create in my client relationship is an opportunity for those clients to feel totally self-sufficient with their brand. I will load up your brand assets into Canva for you so you can make your own social graphics so that if you want my help with social, it's really because you want me to help. It's not because you feel you can't do it on your own. So that's a big ethos of my brand is really giving my clients the tools that they need to feel successful in their business so that when they come back to me, it's because they really want to work with me but not because they feel like, oh, well, I have to get my designer to do this because I don't know how to do it on my own. That's never uh, been my MO. The next tool that I can't live without when it comes to my business is Harvest. Harvest, I covered slightly in the last solo episode about uh, the onboarding process, but Harvest is my time tracking, invoicing, and estimate software. This is how I track my projects, what estimates I've sent out, what invoices have been collected. It's a wonderful platform. It's very affordable. And it also allows me to kind of see everything in a bird's eye view. I can see things year over year. I can see how much I've billed out, how much has been paid, etc. I can also create templates in Harvest, which is really nice, and kind of create estimates that can be duplicated so that when I have a full service brand design project, I can easily duplicate that estimate, change the client details, and send it off quite quickly. Uh, Harvest, I absolutely love. 
which leads me to the next one I couldn't live without, which is QuickBooks. QuickBooks is how I actually measure how my business is doing. So income expenses, this is the information I give over to my CPA when it comes tax time. It helps me categorize everything, budget everything, really keep track of and keep pulse of my business through QuickBooks. The other tool I couldn't live without when it comes to my business is actually one that I've used only recently thanks to Berta, my podcast manager, which is Airtable. Airtable is basically Google Sheets on crack. It's wonderful. It's so great for tracking multiple uh, spreadsheets at once. There's lots of different functions within Airtable. It is free to use and it is great. It is a cloud-based, online-based spreadsheet generator, I guess you could say. And I absolutely recommend it if you're running any kind of outreach campaign, influencer campaign. I've been using it a lot with my clients who have hired me for help with TikTok because we can list out who the creators are and where we are in the process of reaching out to them for content collaborations. So it's been really helpful for that as well. Airtable, fabulous tool. The last tool in my top 10 list of tools I use for my business is Later. Later is an Instagram and social media, Facebook as well, and also TikTok actually, scheduler. And Later is great because you are able to load up your posts ahead of time, put them on your calendar, schedule them out, keep things organized, etc. So for my social media clients, having a later account is pretty much non-negotiable. It's very affordable and it allows you to kind of see your whole social media plan at a glance. As you can tell, the theme of this episode should have just been at a glance because I love seeing everything laid out together um, and organized nicely. And Later is a really fabulous tool for that. Later also allows you to do auto posting to Instagram another hot topic of whether or not you should do that. We can get into that at a later time. But having a program that's specific to social media scheduling and social media posting is really helpful for my brand and obviously my social media clients. So that's how we schedule out their posts, make sure everything is going where it needs to go, write things in advance, batch our time. Later is a fabulous tool for all of those things. Those are my top 10 tools from the top. Make it drop. Here's my top 10 tools for my business. One, G Suite. Two, Squarespace. Three, Calendly. Four, Basecamp. Five, the Adobe Creative Cloud. Six, Canva. Seven, Harvest. Eight, QuickBooks. Nine, Airtable. And 10, Later. I will include the links for any affiliate trial period things that credit back to MKW Creative Co. in some way in the show notes. So if you want to try any of those programs, we can absolutely uh, help hook you up in that way. So check those out. And if there's any that I forgot, let me know. But I think those are the ones that are the most useful to me, to my team, to my business, and kind of keep me going, keep me organized day in and day out. I hope you enjoyed. And also, if you learned something new, don't forget to leave a review, rate, subscribe us on the Apple podcast thingamajig. You guys know what to do. And come on over to the Kiss My Aesthetic Facebook group, obviously by the same name of the podcast. This is really where I share the most up-to-date behind the scenes if I try something new. Uh, If I guinea pig something, that's going to be the group that hears about it first. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. 
Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. For show notes on what we've discussed today, links to anything that might be relevant, go to mkwcreative.co slash kmapod. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all the happy stuff wherever you listen to podcasts. And come join us in the Facebook group, Kiss My Aesthetic. We would love to see you there. Have a great day.